Matt's Crummy Comics Collection. I am Matt, and this is the general release episode for February 2018. And if you don't know this show, this is where we take a look at one of the comics in my rather eclectic collection and try to find out what was I thinking when I bought it. So, for this episode, I have pulled from that stack Homies number one. Yes. This is a comic book return of the 50 cent plastic figures that you used to buy in the Walmart, Walmart foray, uh, all during the, I think it was late nineties and early two thousands. In fact, I know it has to be late nineties and we'll get into why I know that for a fact here very shortly. If you don't know what I'm talking about for that description, there were a series of these about two inch, if even that two inch plastic figures. That you bought from a, f- a vending machine. The, the machines that you put the quarter in sideways. I think in this case, it was 50 cents. You put two in, twist a little silver handle, and it would out pop a little. It's not an egg, but it's like a little plastic dome on top of a little plastic tray. And inside that was a homie, uh, one of these little plastic figurines. It's kind of like the original Vinylmations from Disney. Because much like that, you didn't know what you were going to get until you popped open the lid. I mean, you could see through the lids, but you couldn't pick and choose what you got. So the characters, the homie characters, they were Chicano Mexican Americans. And it was a creation of the artist David Gonzalez. It was based on Gonzalez comic strip, which featured characters that he created based on people from his youth. So there were six original homies in the very first release of these figures, and their names were 8-Ball, Smiley, Big Loco, Droopy, Sapo, and Mr. Raza. These vending machine figures, they proved to be so successful that the line was continued with subsequent series. 11 more in series, in fact, combining that with the first original six, we're talking 12 series altogether, and... Altogether, we have a grand total of 270 different homies that you could have collected. Now, I'm not going to list all 270 because that's a very long list, but I'm going to mention some of the notables that I saw and took a look at because there is a website, the original homies website dedicated to these figures and collecting them still exists. So you can check out any ones I missed yourself very easily. But here's the ones that I made a special note of for this episode. A character called Hollywood, this homie was based on creator David Gonzalez. Chato and Cochino, these were dogs, and they were even smaller than the regular homies, and they were each packaged separately, so you had to spend another 50 cents to try to get each one of these. There was the home pigeon. This was now, again, another animal figure, but at least it wasn't... Like even smaller than a dog. This was a pigeon perched on top of a trash can. So at least it was a sizable chunk of plastic. There was Psycho. This homie was bound in chains. There was Muerte, which was the Grim Reaper. Homie Liss, it was the homeless homie. Alien Essay, it was a space alien. Shredder, a snowboarding homie. Headless homie, this was a headless homie carrying a skull head, much like the headless horseman. And finally, possibly my favorite, Homie Obama. And yes, this is the Barack Obama homie. As with all good character-based franchise, Homies had a bit of a marketing uh, marketing run. Excuse me, uh, 
appearing in all kinds of products like school folders, lunch boxes, breath mints, and beach towels. And at the height of their popularity, around 2004 came some spinoffs. First was Mijos, which is a line of Latino kids, uh, kids and babies targeted at a younger audience. The Palaramos, which was an Italian-American family character line, and an American trailer park family line. That one, I couldn't get complete confirmation if it actually existed or if it was in the works. Uh, there's no, I couldn't find an official name for it or any pictures of the figures, but I'd like to think that that was one that existed as well because I think all four of these lines are just, the fact that they exist is awesome. Homie mania, if you want to call it that, kind of died down in the mid to late 2000s, but a decade later, on October or in October 2016, Enter Dynamite Comics with Homies, a short four-run miniseries about these legendary collectibles written and created by David Gonzalez, so the original creator behind the comic. So, why did I buy this one? Well, this one I bought purely on name only. When I saw the name, I grabbed it. Now, why? What made me grab it by name recognition? Because my wife used to collect homies. That's not a joke for a year, at least probably more. Anytime we left any store that had a homie vending machine, she had to scrounge up two quarters and buy one without fail. And just for that reason alone, I had to pick up this comic book when I found it. So obviously the name is on the comic since I saw it and picked it up. But what does I should say the name is on the cover since I, again, I saw it and picked it up from that, but what else is on the cover? Let's take a look here. So here we go. I'm looking at it right now. And what we have are the characters, Hollywood and Gata in a red convertible. They're leaving a church, a, I'm guessing probably a, uh, what's, uh, what's the teeth? Um, like I'm going to say Southwestern, but it, it, I, it may, there may be another name for it. I, I, I equate it to kind of, uh, that, that, uh, oh, I can't even think of the word kind of like the, the, the tannish stucco churches and other buildings you see in the Southwest. There's, I almost positive. There's a name for that style and I'm sure I've heard of a man and it's escaping me and I didn't write it down in my notes. And I try not to stop these recordings, so I'm going to go ahead and move on. That's really not the most important part of this cover, so I'm not going to harp on it. So, again, uh, Hollywood got a in red convertible. They're leaving the church. That's really impor the important part. You have a mariachi band to the right of them behind the car. They're singing. To the left, you have some of the, I, I guess, what's they called? The uh, I'm going to say it's the congregation, the, the church attendees, the wedding attendees the car is also decorated with some flowers and ribbons there is no just married sign on it but you certainly get the sense that they are just married so that is the by and large uh, the long and short i should say of the cover i uh, should say at the top it does say first issue uh it's by dynamite publishing it's number one david gonzalez is the first name on the credits there's a couple more we're going to get in that we get to the credits page and of course homies in big giant letters above everything that is the cover of homies number one this is the cover of the one that i have it's worth mentioning that there's two more covers Normally, I hadn't planned, I should say normally, there's only been two episodes of the show so far, but I hadn't planned on talking about variant covers. But in this case, they're kind of apropos to the uh, legacy of, or the origins, I guess is a better uh, word of this 
line and the the first variant cover it's a full portrait of what i'm going to guess is every possible homie character the 270 that i listed before i didn't sit there and count all of them but there's that many that i could believe that it is all 270 of them very easily if it's not it's not much shorter than that the second variant cover and this is the one i actually wish i had had but i've never actually seen it out in the wild i saw it online this is a mock-up of the vending machine or a vending machine filled with homies in those little plastic domes that i was talking about that is would have been very apropos for the reason i bought this comic because of all the times my wife had stopped at those machines and bought homies in fact i didn't mention it in the intro to this, and it's worth mentioning, it got to the point that when I was going to a store by myself and they had a homies machine, I got in the habit of stopping and buying one for her and taking it back home. That's how much my wife was into collecting those homies. All right, so let's get into the comic itself now. So first page, as you would normally find inside a comic, is the credits. And the credits list as written by David Gonzalez and Elliot, uh, I'm sorry, Elliot Sereno. Art by Andrew Huerta, color by Daniel Ribeiro, letters by Tom Napolitano, I think I said that right or close, and cover, also Andrew Huerta. So, the story now, let's get into it. This is really what this is about. The comic starts off talking right to you, the reader. Uh, whoever is speaking, it's they're saying that it is. It's been a long time since you've been to the barrio. I'm sorry, barrio Quinsabe. People are doing good. Not much has changed. Some things are better. Some things are worse. But the big news of today is that everybody is headed to the church because Hollywood and Gata are finally getting married. So the entire barrio is making their way into the church. Now, headed into the church, we're actually seeing separate sides of the church, and on one end is Hollywood, and on the other side is Gada, and they are, Hollywood is walking with his best man, Gada is walking with her maid of honor, maid of honor and they're both talking about the upcoming wedding. So, the general conversation here is that it's been a long time coming, there's been a lot of hurdles across, just in getting ready for the wedding alone. There's not been enough help to cater the reception. Uh, Homie Hall has been is being fumigated for rats, so that's not available. And Joker, the DJ, is going crazy over being uh, set, having his DJ set up so close to the mariachi band, which is also performing at the reception. So, with all this stress, both Hollywood and Gala just really want the wedding to be perfect. And now we focus in on Hollywood's side of the conversation. He's with his best man, Loco. Loco ensures him that it's going to be perfect. But Hollywood, personally, is really worried about the bachelor party they had the night before. We cut from there and we go out into the streets. And Chico, which is one of the young um, homies characters, a little kid, he's the ring bearer in this story. He overhears a lot of whispering and doubts about this marriage, mainly about Hollywood's past. And he kind of comes to the conclusion to himself that, you know, maybe this thing isn't really going to happen. So he decides to hit the local pawn shop and ends up trading the rings for an iPad. From there, we go back to the church. Now it's time for the wedding. Loco and Hollywood are standing at the altar waiting for Gata to make her way through the crowd. She starts. They start to murmur. The ceremony starts to begin. The further we get into the actual ceremony, we start getting some more murmuring. We get buzzings of cell phones, 
and we pretty much the entire room is echoing with the <laughs> the silent unsilenced silence phone. And I'm saying that because if you ever actually silenced a phone when it's a when you're dead quiet, there's probably nothing louder than a phone vibrating on silent, which is kind of ironic. But that is, and this panel is <laughs> is uh, ex- expressing that very well. So now at this point, we're seeing that more people are staring at their phone screens than they are the wedding. And we get to the moment where the priest asked, does anyone have any reason why these two should not be joined in holy matrimony? If so, speak now forever. Hold your peace. From here, we get a small series of panels where everyone's looking at their screen, their eyes widen, and then it ends with everybody holding up their device screens pointed at, or I should say holding up their devices, devices with the screens pointed at the altar. So at this point, Gata is absolutely furious and she starts to scream at everybody in the church or at least the church audience she's not screaming at loco in hollywood or the preacher but she's yelling at the people that are holding up their phones she knows hollywood was a hit em and quit em type of player but or playa that's my note i must have drew uh, taken that directly from the comic but it's she says it's not who you were with but it's who you chose to be with in the end and does anyone have anything they want to say about that? The audience is stunned in the silence, and everyone is saved from having to give any kind of answer because someone now rushes into the church announcing that the police have busted the caterer outside. Gata begins to break down. She's upset that they can't have a reception. Hollywood calms her down immediately. He tells local to go call the chef. He does. The chef is on it. The reception is going to happen. Hollywood ensures Gata that no matter what happens, that he can always take care of it. And now we finally move on with the ceremony. We get to the point of the ring exchange and Chico is nowhere to be found. So this is finally a breaking point for Gata. She loses it. She runs into the dressing room crying. Hollywood, we see Hollywood talk to her, uh, try to talk her down and talk to her through the door and try to convince her to come back out to the ceremony. Loco, Loco actually shows up with the rings. Uh, turns out the pawn shop called uh, ratting out Chico. Loco took care of it. Once again, everything's ready to go. But since so much time has passed with the uh, freak out and subsequent talking down, everyone has taken the food that was delivered for the reception and left. So now Gata is afraid that this wedding is just never going to happen. But again, Hollywood steps up, promises he'll take care of this, and soon they'll be newlyweds. So he, Loco, Gata, and her bridesmaid and a few of the select homies jump into the car and they head for Vegas. And we get a full page panel. It's the Elvis Chapel Elvis pronounces Hollywood and Gata, husband and wife, and the union is sealed with a kiss. Now, we are in the final page of this particular issue, and we see Loco taking one last look at the photo that was spread around the church early uh, earlier. The picture is an insanely intoxicated Hollywood standing behind a bent-over stripper saluting the camera with a drink. Loco deletes a picture. One of the homies asks Loco who he thinks took the picture and sent it to everyone out at the wedding. Loco answers, I'll find out. And when I do, they're going to get knocked the F out of homie. And that's the end. So, all right. I have got some notes on this issue and I have it in front of me. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the, uh, 
uh, highlights, I guess, of it. So let's start with story page nine. This is when uh, we're getting ready for the wedding. We have Hollywood and his best man, Loco, separated from God and her bridesmaid. Uh, Hollywood's lamenting over the the fo- looking over the things in his phone, and Loco takes it from him, and it's almost a like superpower slash street fighter swipe. You see his hand open, and it's it's all in one same panel open, then halfway closed with the phone floating in, and closes a fist, but it's all in a blue bur- blur. And I say it looks like a street fighter thing because it looks like that. I think it's the Hadouken, <laughs> the the blue. Uh, it's, I guess it's not a fireball because it's blue, but that blue energy ball that Ryu in Street Fighter used to throw at him, which is, I think I'm only really noting it because it's there's not much or anything else like that. There's exaggerations. In fact, the next panel has Loco screaming at him to, to, to stop and calm down, and it's, it's exaggerated. Loco looks like he's about 15 feet tall and about 18 feet wide as opposed to Homie, but there's no... That, that like the blue energy there's no lightning bolts coming around his fingers it's it's kind of a once and done on that and i guess that's really a lot of reason why it stuck out to me i do want to talk about this this was awesome i mean this is when was this it was published in 2006 i said it earlier i gotta check my notes so 2006 oh 16 okay so it's only two years old but still and this is going to last for a a long while as a uh a, a definite um oh what's the word i'm looking for proper reference i can't think, think of the word you'll know what i'm talking about when i say it the scene where everybody looks at their phones and then holds them up turning these screens at the altar you have every device known to man you've got first off cell phones you got like the big iphone or and or the the regular i should say iphone or android then you got the big iphone followed by a tablet tablets of all sizes actually there's a selfie stick which is i mean they they've become less <laughs> popular over these past two, two, three years, thankfully, especially the, when you're in a theme park. But regardless, they still exist, so that could happen. And my favorite, and this will always happen, probably in my lifetime, there's someone's holding up a laptop. There's always going to be a small laptop, probably a MacBook, because some people that buy their MacBooks need to take it everywhere so that everyone sees that they have a MacBook. None of my friends, luck, thankfully, but you see that a lot in places that have public places that have wi-fi here in orlando at least i don't know if it's in orlando apparently not because this story does not take place in orlando and i just thought that was a a nice little touch so the devices were pretty funny i like that uh let's see just flipping through the pages here trying to see if any other the art really stands out i will say that i am glad i went through the homies web page and picked out homies to talk about in the opening because it gave me a real quick, like a, a 101 on homies and, and, and the ones that existed, because I don't even remember the ones my wife has. It's been, you know, they, they came and went so fast and she was the one that collected them. But getting the images in my head and these drawings being so inspired by those figurines or whatever you want to call them, those action figures or inaction figures, they didn't move. I don't know what you call those. Uh, the My point is I recognize there's a ton of background homies, like especially inside the church that it, I were recognizable to me from seeing that. I don't know their names, but the fact that I saw every single homie researching this at one point, even for just a second, if that it was enough to recognize it. So like in the streets, I'm looking right now, there's a luchador, which is easy to recognize. He's got a white mask and, and uh, red trim around his mouth and eyes, but that is a homie. 
There's a homie with a cowboy hat, which I'm pretty sure was in there. There's the DJ. I'm looking at that now, and she's um, talking about the DJ and the mariachi band. Both those characters were ones that I, I didn't know had existed, but saw them briefly because they're very uh, identifiable. They're unique. There you go. They're a very unique design to the rest of the homies. So they stood out. And even if I'm mentioning ones that aren't actually uh, figures that have been produced, the style's still the same. So, And it, that just is kind of really should go without saying because david gonzalez was uh had written this and probably even though the art is um credited to andrew huerta i'm sure david gonzalez uh had a lot of input and and very possibly had provided some uh what's the word a model work uh, like the pictures and resource material for andrew to work off of and maybe and, uh, maybe maybe not i don't know uh, that history i didn't look up but I, I i think that's a very strong possibility so i think that is uh, the, the highlights i mean there's a lot to look at in this which is cool which i enjoy when there's a lot to go through the story and then go back and look at it i think that's fun for a comic so but those those are the things that stand out i don't want to give every single detail because one without seeing it in front of you it's it's impossible to paint a complete picture and two there'd be no reason for you to check it out yourself so i will stop there at the highlights and i'll move on to my rating so the crummy to classic rating this is actually a pretty good and that's high that's not a classic but it's not in the middle it's somewhere between a three and a five hovering on or hovering around a four maybe a little past that again rating system i didn't write down everything i'm gonna do but i have done all my notes and i will tell you i have more than five things in my rating system but i'll say pretty good is pretty high up there. So, I mean, it's a rough start with the setup of the disaster of the wedding, but really once the ceremony got started, this was a pretty solid story. And that last page does make me want to find out what happens next. Now, unfortunately, I don't have the other issues, so I don't know as of this recording, but maybe somewhere down the line, I'll come across it or maybe even try to uh, find a digital copy to buy uh, in the app and find out because it did kind of end on a cliffhanger in a story that i did get a little bit invested in in the end the artwork that's kind of what i just talked about in uh that all my highlights the artwork is great i really like everything i'm looking at in here i mean it's a, it's a unique aesthetic it's not you know it's you're i'm not gonna say run of the mill because i don't think that actually exists anymore in comics i think every comic has its unique flair and it's a unique look to it but this is one i've not seen before in fact i can't even really give you an example of saying what it looks like because i don't know one now a lot of that has to do with the fact that i'm not very well versed in comic books but i will tell you in all the comic books that i'm reviewing none other looks like this one and that's very cool i think it's very unique and it's something i like looking at now i think what i like best and this could have been pretty much because i wasn't expecting uh, to be was again the kind of random images of as many homies as possible that they could throw into the story without just throwing them into the story for no reason there isn't a panel where there's another 60 homies just for the sake of putting them in there everyone is in a church or everyone is on the street and i am going to guess that that happens in the other episode or uh, <laughs> say episodes the other issues as well and again uh probably something that I wouldn't have noticed had I not done the research prior to reading this to kind of familiarize myself, even with a, not even a cursory knowledge, just a having seen a once and done of these home of the homey figures that I had no idea there were so many of. I think that helped a lot too. 
But yeah, all in all, like I said, pretty good. Surprising. Wasn't expecting much from this. In fact, I was expecting to kind of just get a laugh out of the fact that it existed and kind of laugh at, um, uh, tell that story about my wife collecting them and maybe put a laugh out there from that. But I ended up really enjoying this. I was surprised to find out that there was so many lines of the original uh, act- or plastic figures. Really surprised that I ended up liking this story in the end and truly do want to find out more about it. So this overall was a really fun experience. So with that, I'm going to say that does it for this episode, but that doesn't do it for this month. There's another episode coming out this month exclusively for our Patreon supporters. And with this being February, then the month of Valentine's Day, I had to find a Valentine's Day comic in my collection. And I have one, one being the operative word in there. But when I tell you the title, you'll be like, oh yes, of course he has this. And this is that issue is i should say star wars a valentine story from dark horse comics i didn't make that up it exists and i'm going to talk about it in a patreon exclusive episode so if you don't know what i mean by that this is the episode that will be in our patreon feed for all of our supporters and if you're not currently a patreon supporter you can be for as little as one dollar a month and with that you can access all of the Patreon exclusives I'm doing for Matt's Crummy Comics collection, along with a lot of other things we do exclusively for Patreon, along with the hours and hours of exclusive content that we've already recorded for Patreon. And I think we're coming up on three years of having that campaign. All that is accessible in the feed. It's still there. We haven't taken any of it down. All of that is accessible for as little as a dollar a month. And we certainly appreciate everyone's support because it's what keeps the a figurative sense of lights on. It keeps what, everything online that we do and have done. That's really the important part. If you want to learn more about it, I'll let the page speak for itself. You can find out more at patreon.com slash neozaz. Check out our social media pages. We are Neozaz Podcasts on Facebook and Neozaz on Twitter and Instagram. That's where I post any of the corresponding pictures that come along with this, especially ones that people are asking about. I'm not entirely sure which one to pick from here, so I'm going to pick like a big splash page just to show an example of what this unique art looks like. And I guess I got to make sure Hollywood and God earn it because they are the stars of this particular um issue but uh loco became one of my favorites in this so if i can find the one with all three of them oh i just found one so i know which one i'm gonna put on so check that out uh on our social media pages check out everything we do at news as um if you have any kind of interest in pop culture chances are we've done at least a special on it there's even just as good a chance that we've done an entire series on it so if you're new to news as check it out news you'll find everything that we have done in the past and everything that we do and obviously we'll continue to do there as well so I think with that, I can say thank you for listening. I am Matt. This has been Matt's Crummy Comics Collection for February 2018. I'll be back next month with another episode and another Crummy Comic. So until then, I'll say one more time, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in that next episode. <laughs>